Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. so much for joining me for another episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Today, we have special guest Courtney Starkey with Soul Empowering Hypnosis. Thank you so much for being a guest here on the podcast. I met Courtney many years ago. I'm going to say seven years ago or something like that when you were at the Bodhi Tree. Yeah, pretty close. Maybe five. I think five. Five five years ago at the Bodhi Tree and you're doing um, a past life regression and you're getting your doctorate, I believe, at that time. Since then, your business has grown. You also developed your own modality, which is soul empowering hypnosis. And I would love for you to describe what soul empowering hypnosis is, how you developed it, how it came about. Okay, so I guess the the best way to start is how it came about and how I developed it. And I always hesitate to take responsibility for developing it because it honestly was the universe who developed it with my clients. And then I like to say that I was the one who was smart enough to pay attention to what was happening. And so the way that it all started was back in early 2018. And I was preparing to take my MHT or master hypnotherapist certification. And you have to read like a thousand page book in order to get into that class and take an exam for that class. And of the thousand pages, there was really, there were only two things that really stood out to me that I found to be helpful. And one of them was the notion that your clients don't necessarily need a long induction. And I remember being a hypnosis client and I started in 2013 as a hypnosis client. I remember waiting very patiently for my hypnotherapist to finish their inductions. And so reading that sentence, I was like, oh, it's not just me. Like we are taking as practitioners, we are taking a very, very long time to try to get somebody into a connected space, a connected energy when they are already connected and they are just waiting patiently for us to finish. And some of these inductions take 25 minutes, 35 minutes, and every practitioner and every client is different. But for me, my my sweet spot for how long the sessions take, the hypnosis portion is between two hours and two hours and 20 minutes. So you can do the math on that. If the session is between two hours and two hours and 20 minutes for the hypnosis and 25 to 35 minutes of that is taken up with an unnecessary induction, that's a really large percentage 
of the hypnosis time where you are just talking at them in a way that they actually don't even need, right? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a big realization. So I read that I'm a client who's been on the receiving end of inductions that have taken so long that my spirit guides have come into the session during the induction and have jokingly done that. You know how you tap your fingers or you wrap your fingers on a table to demonstrate yes. how bored you are. Yeah. I've had my spirit guides sit there and wrap their fingers along a fake uh, spirit <laughs> realm table to tell me how bored they are. And then I tell them, I'm like, listen, the induction's almost done. Like we'll get started soon. <laughs> so I've been on the receiving end of that. And I had no clue I was doing that to these clients because you are told over and over again in your training that it is necessary. These inductions are necessary. You must do it. You must do it a certain way, a certain pace, a certain style, a certain script, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's mandatory that you must do this. And so I read all of that. I realize that I don't need those long inductions. And in the same week, I am beginning to facilitate a very famous induction that is, it's famous in that it's also very rigid. Like you are not to deviate from this script. Like in order to get certified in this type of hypnosis, you are not to deviate from the script. And so I say to the girl who has been very verbose, this is a very verbose client. I say to her the first sentence of this induction, which is, if I were to say to you to see a red bird, could you see one for me? Like that's the first sentence of that very famous induction. And she is quiet. Remember, this is a chatty Kathy. And she is quiet and she is quiet and she is quiet and she is quiet and she is quiet. And then eventually she says to me, I am trying to see the red bird and I can't through all of this purple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sh-. like she's in, like she's in it's one sentence into this induction and she's in and imagine like a cartoon character just like tossing a script out of a window that was me where I was just like all right all right we're not doing this anymore um and yeah and so I was like okay she's in and I just started facilitating the session I was like okay tell me about the purple how does it feel and then we just started the session and so in that, in that moment, I was very liberated because I had believed all of the stories about this is necessary, this is right, this is helpful. And I do believe that for some practitioners and some clients that having that very scripted way of going about things, I do think that that is helpful for some people, but I also think that we are advancing and evolving and growing so rapidly that while that is helpful for some practitioners and helpful for some clients, that there are so many of us who are very far beyond that version of things. And that's where SEH comes in, soul empowering hypnosis comes in, where again, I'm four years, this is four years ago, almost four and a half Oh my gosh, exactly four and a half, exactly (laughs) four and a half years ago where I'm like, oh, I don't think this is how it is anymore. And so I have been watching how it works when it's a more go with the flow style of hypnosis that doesn't default to the script, doesn't prioritize the script, actually defaults and prioritizes to the client and their soul 
and their soul's wisdom and actually going with the flow of what that client's soul knows is needed and is best for them for that session. So that's why it's called soul empowering hypnosis, because it is this thing that really honors what that client's soul knows is good for them Uh at that exact time. Um, And so, yeah, so I just, I paid attention where I was like, okay, if we're not doing scripts, if we're not doing scripts, we need to pay attention to, all right, what is happening and what is helpful for these people. And so that is how it was born. One of the most intriguing things about soul empowering hypnosis is that you're not going to get a cookie cutter experience. Therefore, it's tailor made just for you. Everything yep. from script or no script, long script, short script, whatever comes through, there's endless possibilities as long as you are willing to just receive and be open. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that's amazing. And I also think that it reflects the sign of the times. So if you think about the mind and about technology and how quickly we learn, how quickly we absorb information with technology, you can even see a baby in a stroller <laughs> clicking on little buttons <laughs> on, on their iPad or on their parents' phone, you know, doing learning games or whatever they're doing. But they, I mean, three, four years old, they already know how to advance to the next screen, what buttons to press. Whereas before, in generations previous, you play with the blocks or Mm -hmm. you're out experimenting with things or you're listening to stories from a human voice from your mother or a caregiver. But now our brains are wired differently because of technology. So I'm wondering if that's the, the faster pacing or the unnecessary need um, for a longer script. I hadn't even thought about this. I assumed that this was a byproduct of being a doctoral student with professors who spoke far too slowly. So I, when I started my PhD program, uh, it's online. We do come together for one week at the beginning of each semester in San Francisco, since the university is based in San Francisco, but overall the program is entirely online. And so in addition to the live meetings that we have with our professors, they have some pre-recorded content, right? And some of these professors speak so slow. And I decided, talk about like learning things really quickly. I decided to take my program double time where I'm like, okay, universe, if you're going to make me get my PhD, because it it was entirely the universe's idea. (laughs) I woke up one morning, it was November 18th of 2017, right around like just a few months before I met you, which is why I remember the time that we met. And I remember knowing that I had to sign up for an online uh, doctoral program for psychology. And it was entirely the universe's idea. And I was like, oh, really? Like, really, I have to do that. And so I'm like, okay, universe, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to take it a double time so I can finish this more quickly. And so I had so many classes that I signed up for and these professors who spoke so slowly. And eventually I was just like, I have to figure out a faster playback speed. And so at first I was listening to them on two times playback speed. And then I was like, this is not fast enough. Like I have to figure out a faster way to listen to this. And sure enough, there's a group, a Google Chrome extension where you can do an even faster playback speed. So in general, I listen to people on 2.8 to three times. (laughs) 
a faster playback speed and other people will listen to me listening to it. And they're like, what are you listening to? There's no way that you can capture that. And I'll, I'll pause it and I'll be like, this is what they just said. <laughs> so, but yeah, I hadn't pieced that together that maybe that is a sign of the rapid development and advancement. We're just ready for more. And a sign of that could be, I don't want to listen to 60 minutes of content in 60 minutes. I want to listen to it in 20 minutes. Thank you. Yeah. Or a 25 <laughs> minute induction where right could... should be five minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're already yeah. there. We just need, what I find with the, the soul empowering hypnosis sessions is that the clients are already there. What they need more than anything is a teammate who knows what they're doing and equally important they need to set aside some time for themselves, Mm, right? We have a tendency, even if we're connected and we have all the right stuff, we have a tendency to always be busy helping others. Yes. And so this is a time where they have finally said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take some time for me. And so they have a teammate that can help them and propel them even further but they also equally important have set aside a few hours for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the information and the transformation that comes through when they do give themselves that, that time in that space, they realize how incredibly wise they are. Yeah. And that's so empowering. So I'm yeah. wondering if that's how you got the name soul empowering hypnosis. <laughs> So, so the way that I got the name actually is one of my clients, she's really good at marketing and I had just come up with the name client empowering hypnosis. And I actually came up with the name while I was writing one of my doctoral papers and it's called permissive. Like if you look into the PhD research that's been done before, there is an authoritative approach to being a hypnotherapist. And that's the very like you will do what I say. <laughs> but then there's the permissive, which of course is very SEH, um, the permissive style of hypnosis where it's like, and if you want to, <laughs> you can explore your soul's origins or, you know what I mean? It's not like, mm-hmm. and now we will go to your soul's home. Even if your soul's like, but wait, I want to do a past life first. Right. right. Um, So, yeah, so I was writing a paper about the different styles of hypnosis and that one of them is very permissive and permissive is, you know, it's a fine word, but for me, what it really meant was it was client empowering, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, so there's a style of hypnosis and it's client empowering hypnosis. So SEH was almost CEH. And, (laughs) and I had a client come over and she's really good at marketing. And I was like, yeah, like, and she was like, your style of hypnosis is so great. And I'm like, right. And I was like, I'm going to start teaching it in a couple of months and I'm going to call it client empowering hypnosis. And it's going to be so great. And she was like, do not call it that. And I was like, why? And she's like, because nobody wants to be a client, which is funny to me because I love it. I love being a hypnosis client. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, because everybody wants to graduate from that client space. So like mm-hmm. clients, while it's amazing, also feels like it's an earlier stage. And I was just like, okay, okay, okay. Fair point. Fair point. Um, even though I love being, I'm going to be a client until the day I die. There's <laughs> always more, right? There's always more. There's always more. And I love it. And so she left the session 
And I was like, okay, all right. So she's wise. She's on to something. It needs to be something different than client empowering hypnosis. And like a flash, my team was like, soul. It's soul. And because it's the client's soul, right? So it's still mm-hmm. the same thing where it's still empowering the client, but it's the client's soul also that you're empowering. So that's why it's soul empowering hypnosis. I love that because client, it's almost like just hitting the surface. Yes. Just dealing with the symptoms, just kind of going with what's on the surface. Whereas the earth soul plane version. The earth plane, yeah. Right. The 3D version. Mm-hmm. Whereas soul is you're going far out. You're going yeah. deep and wide and it's, it's not going to be just a, a surface thing. Right. And it's nice because if you say clients and props to the clients, and again, I like being a client, but Same the here. client yeah. is more limited and the soul also encompasses everything that the client is experiencing and so much more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you have any favorite stories or favorite experiences with soul empowering hypnosis being the facilitator with your clients oh my gosh there's so much Mm -hmm. I mean so earlier we were talking about um clients and I cannot remember exactly what made me think of him but there is this client who is one of my favorites because so like I said I'll be a client until the day that I die so that means I really appreciate the continued growth of being a client. Like I, I do get it. I get it when a client is like, okay, I'm going to have one session. It's going to be amazing. One and done. Like all of my answers have come through in this one session and I'm good to go. I, I do appreciate that. But for me, it's like having this amazing tool where like, wait a second. Like if I have one session and that takes me to, let's say we're pretending it's A through Z and one session takes me to level A, why would I stop? Like, why would I stop at level A when if I have another session, inevitably I'm going to learn more because I'm ready for more. And then why would I stop at level B? Because if I have another session, I'm ready for more. I'm going to learn more. And so, so I really love the clients that appreciate that this is a journey that never ends. And initially, initially I was like, all I have to do is learn this, this, and this, and then I'm done. Like I'm done for this lifetime. (laughs) It's just, it's hammock time after that. Right. (laughs) And then I learned and I learned and I learned and I was like, oh, like this never ends. And then I learned and I learned and I learned. And then it became this enthusiastic, like, oh, this never ends. Right. Like it continues. And it's a lot of fun once you lean into that. And so, so the client that I'm thinking about, like he's probably had at least five sessions. And so that, that's what stands out to me where whenever he comes and he has his next session, I'm like, all right, man, what are we going to work on? And he's just like, I don't know. Like, let's just see what comes up. And he is smart where he knows that I can connect really well. And so he's like, okay, Courtney, like you need to go ahead and get horizontal too. So we both lie down at the same time, like his and hers couches. And we lie down at the same time. And like, I will facilitate the induction from a reclined uh, space. And like, I'm going in while he's going in and we actually go in together and explore from that connected space. So that is to me, like the ultimate soul empowered hypnosis, because my soul is actually facilitating the session and his soul is receiving the session and there are no goals 
It's really just like, what do we do today? <laughs> like, that's absolutely my favorite. Um, and then, yeah, repeat clients. Like, again, I love the, I love the one timers. They're so amazing. They have really amazing sessions, but being able to watch the progression of these clients, like that client started off as, and he knows this, he knows I say this about him. He started off as kind of a difficult client. Like he was really resistant. Session one, really resistant. Session two, still really resistant, but we cracked him wide open in session two and he's been pretty chill ever since. <laughs> but yeah, and um, there are other clients where like the soul will say, this person's not ready for this yet. They need to do this, this, and this before they're ready. Then they should have a follow-up session. Then they'll be ready. And so it's super fun to watch a person go from the soul saying like, you know, soon, soon, but not now to like channeling some of the most amazing stuff you've ever heard. Like the type of stuff where even though I have access to everything, like I'm even asking those souls where I'm like, uh-huh. oh, what about this? Like I'm asking those souls about higher wisdom questions that I've wondered about and where that client started was the soul being like, they're not ready. They're not ready. And then within just a few sessions, I'm like, teach me. <laughs> We're accessing so much. Teach me. So those are the, those are the clients, the sessions that really stand out when they've had multiple sessions and they're just like, so in the thick of it Mm -hmm. and so good at it really quickly. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the things I love about soul empowering hypnosis is that you gain as a practitioner so much from facilitating a session. Mm -hmm. So I remember one session with the two of us. And you said to me, you're in a past life. And you said to me, imagine the most beautiful thing and create it. And I thought, oh my goodness, that should be like a mantra for every person incarnated on earth. Imagine the most beautiful thing and create it. Because I know a common belief about being here on earth is that it's difficult and it's challenging and I know by reading your book Cornflower you've been through a lot of early childhood trauma Mm. challenges yeah but then I mean you've created something so beautiful soul empowering hypnosis it's a nice reminder that we could all do that with our lives imagine the most beautiful thing and create it um, because we are powerful potent creators manifestors here on earth and i think for for some for many that's why we're here is to create that beauty here on earth for ourselves and for others yeah and of course it's no coincidence that we're both in hawaii now and for me that is such a beautiful physical representation of imagine the most beautiful thing and create it Like Hawaii was imagined and it was created and we get to experience it and benefit from those who decided to create it. And actually like a few months ago, um, I, I, it's funny because I'm so Oahu, like uh, Kailua is my favorite place to live. Kauai is my favorite place to visit. So it was kind of surprising for me to see that it was actually the big Island that I helped to create. So I had a a past life session and I saw myself as an angel. This is really interesting, by the way. Like I don't, this is a very different 
past life session than those that I've experienced before. And also I don't even have many past life sessions anymore. Like I, I tend to do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a, a fairly recent it was in November of 2021 past life session. Um, and so I saw myself as this angel hovering above a certain section of the big Island of Hawaii and just, just hovering and staying, staying for like decades, centuries, like however long it took for the earth, for that portion of the big Island to be developed and created and to grow and blossom. Right. And so it kept growing and it kept growing because as the lava comes out and it becomes earth and then the ferns come in and the ferns decompose and they create soil. And then the other plants come in and they decompose and they create soil. And then the trees come in and they decompose and they create soil. Right. And then all of a sudden you have this very fertile land that once was just magma. Right. And so I'm, I continue to just like hover and create, hover and create, hover and create. And then eventually that land, it gets taller and taller because it's thicker and thicker and thicker, right? More robust, richer. And then eventually it swallows me up and I'm still there helping to create it, even though I am encapsulated within it, even though I used to be hovering above it. It's so beautiful. It was such a beautiful session. Um, to see that that, and, but again, it's funny because some people might be like, Courtney, that's crazy. You're making that up. And I'm like, I wouldn't have picked the big Island to be honest. (laughs) Like it's great, but it's like top three of four, quite frankly. (laughs) So sorry, Maui, definitely not four of four, but, but yeah, it's not the Island that I would have picked. Um, And yeah, so we have this beautiful capacity to imagine the most beautiful thing and create it quite literally um, for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. That was a grand scale. Imagine the most beautiful thing and create it. I think we can also do it in our daily lives. Yeah. And through soul empowering hypnosis, that's a great way to actualize it or get it to take form, to manifest Because one thing that you suggest is to do a a 90 day or a three month wish list or goal list. And then through your hypnosis practice, connect with your soul and then see how the evolution of that goal, how it played out. And that was one of the sneaky things I discovered (laughs) about soul empowering (laughs) hypnosis is that one day you realize, oh, I'm doing or I've already accomplished what I set out to do prior to this moment, I, I, you know, I set it out as a goal, but then without me really like harping on it, I'm like, okay, there's that goal. Okay. I need to work at it. I need to push, push, push to get that created. You know, you look at back at your goal three months later and mm. you realize, oh, I, one, either I came a really long way to accomplishing that goal or, oh yeah, it's done. I already did it. <laughs> I'm on to something this is else. Wild. Have you seen my YouTube video today? Um, which which one? The one from today. <laughs> uh, what so is it? No. That's a no. I talked about this exact thing, this exact thing a few hours ago, earlier today, uploaded it. And it's this idea, it, not an idea, it's the reality that hypnosis is so amazing. And I even use the word sneaky, which is really funny 
Yeah, yeah, that I mentioned in a good way uh-huh. that hypnosis is so sneaky as far as healing you and upgrading you and giving you this massive amount of happiness behind your own back. And so the story that I told today in my YouTube video was about that in 2019, I accidentally ran into a list of goals that I had made for a session three years earlier in 2016, and that I was just jaw dropped about how much progress I had made since that session in 2016, that I had so many, it was a full page and I'm talking about eight and a half by 11. I'm not talking about a little sheet of paper, eight and a half by 11, (laughs) full sheet of paper, just bullet point after bullet point, after bullet point, after bullet point of physical ailments, because I was still carrying so much stress, which of course impacts your body. Right. Right. So I had all these physical ailments on that sheet of paper. And three years later, I'm looking at it and I was like, oh my goodness. Like I totally forgot that I had all these issues, which is hilarious to me because I know this is a thing that happens with clients. I know that they heal behind their own back. I've seen it happen because again, with these repeat clients, like they'll forget that they had an issue. That's how healed they are from the issue. And so it cracked me up that that happened to me too, even though I know better. (laughs) I know this is a thing that happened, which is one of the reasons that when people join the spiritual hypnosis membership, that one of the very first things I say to them is please. And it's an automated email. It's not like I'm calling everybody up, but it's an automated email (laughs) that says like, make sure like, this is the time to document what your goals, your questions are, keep it in a safe place because you're going to tickle yourself in the future. When you go back to these old lists of goals and questions, and you're going to be so delighted at how far you've come. But then I also like to say at the beginning of the soul empowering hypnosis training too, because you guys, while you are learning to become SEH practitioners, you're also receiving SEH sessions from your classmates. So inevitably you're going to progress and grow and heal, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's the same thing where it's like, make sure that you document where you are right now, because you're going to tickle yourself so much by the end of this training to see like how far you've come in a short period of time. So yeah, that's, that's really funny to me. I love that. I made that video earlier today and you're bringing it up now. (laughs) And another thing I noticed is that people really unconsciously start doing their, their soul's purpose. Mm. or what they're meant to do if they had mission Mm -hmm. through soul empowering hypnosis they start to do it without even realizing that they're doing it in some cases it's totally obvious but in a lot of cases they don't they don't say oh you know from that one session I'm I feel like I'm finally doing my soul's calling my life purpose yep but then I see it. And I think they're doing some kind of version of that or they're right. actually doing this. Doing yeah, they're, thing. they're finally taking action. It's not just yes. an idea anymore. It's not just a wish or a dream anymore. It's something that they're actually taking these steps toward. Right. And it's natural. It's not, it's not conscious where they're thinking, okay, I need to do this. And then here's my to-do list. And I'm going to put all, take all this action to accomplish X, Y, Z. It yeah. just kind of flows and it becomes a really nice, natural next step. Okay, next step. Okay, we do this. And then then they find themselves with opportunities. You suddenly have this inspiration and motivation. 
So mm-hmm. suddenly you have these ideas and suddenly everybody listening, I'm using suddenly in air quotes. <laughs> you suddenly, but it's because of the session, you suddenly have these new ideas, creative inspirations, but it's not just the ideas because plenty of us have ideas and then we don't do anything with it, right? So it's right. the ideas coupled with the motivation. So you actually take action on those ideas. And so you end up circling back to what you said, you imagine the most beautiful thing. That's part one. Mm-hmm. Part two is, and then you create it. Right. Yeah. So you finally start taking the steps to move forward. And there is this fun, because everybody, you know, we all took um, physics at some point, <laughs> whether in high school or in college. And of course you have that inertia, right? So there's that phase of inertia And when you go from inertia to momentum, it's that transition that's the hardest from inertia Mm -hmm. to momentum. But once you've kicked into momentum, it's pretty easy, actually. Right. Yeah. Yes. So an SEH session or learning how to facilitate SEH, becoming a practitioner, is that, I want to say, a shortcut or... It is. uh, It is. Yeah. Pressing the easy button. (laughs) <laughs> because it's not difficult. It's not difficult to tune in. And the nice thing about SDH or soul empowering hypnosis is that, like you said, it is client-centered. Mm-hmm. It is the, the person that's, okay, I want to do this. I want to I wanna explore this. And then they have the control. And I think yeah. that's something that's kind of a myth with a lot of people with about hypnosis is mm-hmm. one that they're going to say something or not be able to filter yeah. something and they'll just blur, blurt out all their deepest, darkest secrets <laughs> and they don't have any control over the session, which I think with SCH, as long as they know that they're the ones guiding and leading the session yeah. and you're the supporter, it's up to them. And a lot of times they don't even need to say what, what they were experiencing. Yeah. They could just be quiet and just experience it for themselves. And, and that's it. So I think, I think that's great. Can I tell you a really fun story related to that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so I have a good friend um, where I lived in Northern Virginia and she's like my longest friend that I've had there. So we met when I was still in, it was actually the summer that I was about to start to become an elementary school teacher. And so she was a, a fellow teacher along with me, longest friend that I've had there since 2004. Um, so I've known her longer than her husband has known her. <laughs> And so he and I have known each other for a long time and he'll talk about like uh, Lord of the Rings and fairies and gnomes. And I'm like, come on, man, like you've got it in you. You should have a hypnosis session. Like you're so, you're so magical curious, like just have your session already. And so this has been going on for years where it's like, you know, you could have a session with me and it would be really fun. And I have a feeling you'd be really good at it. And so then he found out that I was moving to Hawaii. This is again, years and years and years. Hey man, have your session years and years and years. And so then he finds out that I'm about to move to Hawaii and he's like, like, I better have this session with her. Right. And so I'm hanging out with them and he's like, is there any chance that we could have a session tomorrow morning? (laughs) I'm like, all right, this has been years in the making. Yes. Like we're going to do it. 
And so he also is um, like not just once special forces in the military. He's actually twice special forces in the military. So he's a Green Beret and he's a Ranger. So this is like, this is a very masculine, like imagine a very masculine dude. And so I know what I'm about to get into, right? And so I tell him as we're preparing for the session, I was like, listen, I just want you to know you can censor anything that is coming up in the session because I know how private he is. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. genuinely, you don't even have to say one word in the session and it can still be a great session. I had no idea he was going to take that so literally. (laughs) 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 So, so, So I'm doing the induction and you know how it is. Like you can feel when a lot of energy is coming in for the client and I'm getting some of the strongest sways that I've ever had while facilitating an induction. Like the sways that I'm just like, whoa, like I could be a hula dancer right now. Like the sways <laughs> are so hard. And so I knew just based on the energy, something powerful was happening for him. He did not speak for 40 minutes. The entire session was totally quiet other than I was feeling the energy the whole time. And that's the other beautiful thing about SCH. You as a practitioner have so much confidence in what is happening for your client that if a quiet period comes up, you're just like, you trust them, you trust them and you let it ride. And so, and you also give them a pre-talk where you let them know to narrate at their own pace. And his pace was very like, I'm holding all of this close to the best. Um, And so, so he eventually 40 minutes into it, brings himself back, opens his eyes. He was like, oh, that was really interesting. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you going to tell me anything about it? I was like, I know it was powerful. I could feel it but you didn't tell me anything about it. And so he told me four different things about it. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I said this one thing in particular, which it's not personal. So I'll say it, but it was this like green energy that kept coming in, like kept coming in, kept coming in, kept coming in. I was like, dude, I have to tell you of like all the stuff you told me that green energy is the one that I'm most excited about for you. Um, And so then two days later, my friend, his wife, messages me and she was like is there any chance you can come over tonight because he will not stop talking about (laughs) and like needs to have a conversation with you and I was like I can't come over tonight but can I come over in a couple of days and she was like fine just get here like he needs to talk to you about this (laughs) okay great and so they have since started a group text where it's me her and him and he just messages me and he's like, okay, like he, he takes himself into hypnosis every single morning now. Wow. And it, yeah. And if something comes up that he doesn't know what to make of it, there's this group thread where he's like, Courtney, what if <laughs> <laughs> this happens in the session? And so I'll give him like some insights. And so, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's very funny to me um, as far as you really, you really are able to, to censor, to narrate, to say whatever it is that you need to say in your hypnosis sessions, and they can be incredibly powerful. And then I also, I have plenty of clients that there's this one that I'm thinking of where the last, um, the last, it was about 45 minutes actually of his session. He had been narrating plenty during a session, but the last 45 minutes, he was really, really quiet and I knew something powerful was happening because he was twitching. 
Like I could hear him. My okay. eyes are closed for most of the session, but I could hear him like twitching and moving a little bit on the couch. And so I was like, okay, like whatever's happening for him is big. I'm just going to stay here quietly, provide some supportive silence. Um, and so he, same thing where he was like, at the end, he was like, it's complete. <laughs> and I was like, okay, good for you. And immediately after he came back, he was like, when are you teaching? And so I cannot tell you how many clients I've had who have one session and they're like, this is what I need to do in the world. And I'm mm. like, for you, because it is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, over and over and over and over again, there are these amazing sessions. Some of them are talkative and some of them are so super quiet, but they're so powerful. And that's part of the SEH magic where you can engage quite actively and it's really fun, but you also know how to be quiet and to be there for your clients so that you're not accidentally interrupting their time with the universe. You're there for them. You're not interrupting. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because it is truly their session. It is truly client centered. Yes. And you, you take yourself, your ego out of the the mix so Mm -hmm. that instead of thinking to yourself, Oh, well, I need to, I need to facilitate. I need to ask questions. I need to guide. But really, if the if it's a true client centered or soul empowering session, then it's the client that's in the driver's seat. Exactly. Yeah. And some of them need you and some Mm -hmm. of them really don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And because I've been a client so many times and I've worked with so many practitioners, it is really interesting to be on the receiving end of SEH sessions where you guys are cool as cucumbers. You guys give me so much space and I tend to be a quiet client. So I really appreciate you guys giving me so much space. But then um, in the past, I've worked with those who are not SEH trained and you can feel that when that quiet time comes in, and it's really just me vibing with the universe. It's like actually the most special part of the session is the quiet time. And you can mm-hmm. tell that they start to get really nervous that mm-hmm. quote, nothing is happening. And I want to be like, listen, like so much is happening. I need you to, and I say this in a loving way, shut your mouth. <laughs> like You are distracting me from this most special part of the session, but because they haven't been trained in that way, they really fear the silence and they really assume that nothing is happening during that quiet time. And I'm like, actually, this is like by far the best part of this entire session. And so there's, it's a couple of things. There's the fear of nothing is happening. And I think that there is also on a more hmm, egoic uh, level, there's this tendency to want to be needed, right? Oh, right, yes. And so SCH practitioners know that your clients don't need you. They want to work with you, but they don't need you. Mm -hmm. Like you've, you've given them the tools, the resources to be able to go out and do, just like, just like my friend's husband, who now is self-guiding every single morning in his own session, he doesn't need me he wants to ask me these questions, yes. right? Um, and so the SEH practitioners know, like you are really teaching people how to self-guide. Ultimately, you want them to leave that session knowing that this is a tool that they have within them. They've always had this tool. 
within themselves. Mm -hmm. They just know how to use it now. And so when they have a session with you again in the future, it's not because they need you. It's because they had such a freaking good time (laughs) that they want to do the next step with you. Right. And so, yeah, yeah, a lot of practitioners, there is, you can tell there is this feeling of they're afraid of the silence. They also really want to be needed. And there is this, um, um, you can feel that they want to bring value to the session. And they think that the way that they bring value is by way of talking. Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes, sometimes sure. But silence also is very valuable. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think through your training, you do a really nice job of supporting practitioners that are learning the style SEH so that they know, okay, there's sometimes it's okay to be quiet and there's sometimes questions are helpful, guidance is helpful and supportive also. So you have both and that both are are perfect. Right, and And feeling into the intuition of it. it, Yes, the intuition of it, of, of when it's appropriate to say something and when it's appropriate just to be quiet and just- feel feel their energy and for the for the client imagine having all these visions or feelings or energies and sensing all of this wonderful magic and then being interrupted and then being told to do something else yeah and then and then feeling their energy if they're if they're sensitive feeling the energy of the practitioner being uncomfortable yeah yeah it's just like when you're when you're reading a good book and you're immersed in the storyline. Right? You don't want to. Ha- you don't want to pick up the phone. You don't want to answer emails. You are immersed in that story, in that experience. So yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny too because again, I I do appreciate. I do appreciate the um the oh gosh, what do I call it anymore? the, I want to say the older styles, but that is probably an offensive term. Um, the, but I want to say the original styles, but then people from Egypt, like 5,000 years ago would be like original LOL. Uh, but yeah, it's the more, let's say famous, the more famous styles of hypnosis. Um, and that they're so scripted and they're so rigid and they really try to dictate where you are supposed to go in the session and the pacing of what you're supposed to experience in the session. And that does work for some clients, but we're rapidly evolving and advancing. And so, so many clients now are just like, stop trying to box me into a thing that worked 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't work for me now. Um And so I worked with a client uh, maybe about a month ago and she had a session before she had her session with me. She had a session about a year earlier with a level three um, practitioner of a very famous style. And they're only like, they're only like 30, 35 of these practitioners in the entire world. Like they're supposed to be the best of the best of the best of the best. And so she had a session with one of those level three practitioners And that practitioner, because she's so dedicated to the script and the formula and the pacing, when the client was having her session, she said that she felt like she was forced to make up answers, to make up memories, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the practitioner was like so committed to the script, to the pacing, to the way it was, quote, supposed to be going. And uh, initially when the client was trying to go at her own pace and her own style, the practitioner actually said to her, we don't have all day. 
Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine having a session that you've been looking forward to for a really long time? And And the investment. Yes. And the emotional investment too. And then you find a practitioner that you're like, whoa, there are only like 30 of these, you know, top tier practitioners in the entire world. And I'm going to have a session with one of them. And that practitioner is bullying you and saying, Mm -hmm. we don't have all day. Oh my goodness. So then she waits a year to have another session, finds me, schedules an SEH session, bless her heart. And then she's like, hey, can we please make sure that, that this session isn't like the other session that I had? And I was like, oh my God, like, of course, of course, of course, right? And then, and we had like a half hour talk about how SEH would be so different than what she had experienced, but she was so traumatized by what happened that, and we always take a pee break, like right before the hypnosis begins, right? And we'd had a whole half hour at least of talking about like, no, this is really different. Like you won't be treated that way, I promise. So we take our pee break and we come back and we're getting like, we're getting cozy, we're ready to go in. And then one more time, again, because of how traumatized she was, one more time she looks at me and she goes, this won't be like the last time, right? And I was trying to like run through, like what, you know, is there something that I didn't cover? in that 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, she just needs to hear it one more time. And I looked at her and I was like, you mean, and then in unison, we said to each other rigid. And I was like, no, like it will not be rigid. Like it's really the antithesis (laughs) of rigid. I promise you. And so we had this really nice session together. It was really beautiful. And I think it also reflects the sign of the times like we were talking about earlier, the mind society now is the world is very small and things don't only happen faster, but you, there's a lot of freedom or desire for freedom. Mm-hmm. Look at all the entrepreneurs that have been coming up that they want their time freedom. They want to work when they want to work mm-hmm. and make their money in their way that they, that they desire to. Yes. So I think SEH also supports the human mind and intuition as well as where society is going. Freedom being a very huge um, value. Big time. Yeah, we are so on the same page. Um, Because I like to take myself into self-guided hypnosis, I remember several months back, like the thing that excited me the most, the most, I hate to say it because I really want it to be about uh, about the client. It was actually about the practitioner. And because of course, like we're taking really good care of the client, but nobody ever really thinks about the practitioner, right? So it's like, there are these famous styles of hypnosis and they tell you how to facilitate them. And everything that they ever teach you is about taking good care of the client, which of course I agree with. Of course I agree with you should absolutely take good care of the client, but nobody ever talks about taking good care of the practitioner. Mm. It's just, it's just a non- conversation. And it's like, okay, so you're supposed to sit there for, for like decades of your life, just saying the same script every single day over and over and over again. And it'll work probably 90% of the time, which means you have to deal with that horrifying 10% of the time where it's just like the most painful session that you've ever facilitated. And every 10th session, you have to deal with that. And it's like, as a practitioner, even though this is the absolute best gig in the world, that mm. is a nightmarish scenario 
to just have to say the same thing every single day of your life and never knowing like when is that like you know one one tenth client where this this script does not work for them and so I have to struggle this entire session to try to force them into what the script is supposed to guarantee is going to work. And so, of course, I care about the clients very, very much. But what excites me the most is knowing that SEH, while it takes care of the clients so well, it also takes care of the practitioners. Mm-hmm. You guys have more fun. Like you guys are also enjoying your lives more while the clients are also having even better sessions. So it's like the best of all of the world, better sessions for the clients and the practitioners are enjoying their lives. And because the clients are having such good sessions, the practitioners get more repeat clients, get more word of mouth clients. So they're enjoying their lives because of the flexibility and the flow, but also because of the abundance and the ease that comes in for them. So it's just like, my goodness, like SEH takes care of the clients, which is huge, but it also takes care of the practitioners, which I think, I mean, if the practitioners, if every single practitioner burnt out and retired, hypnosis is over. Like it, it, you have to take care of them. They're important. Yes. Yeah. 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 And with SEH, you have you know, you're not limited to one location because you don't mm. have to meet face to face. So you're actually also opening up abundance to the world. Can, yeah. Yes. You can have a client halfway around the world or <laughs> in your neighborhood. And the sessions are just as powerful and amazing and transformative because it's on Zoom. You can you can facilitate an SEH session on Zoom. And yeah, I feel mm-hmm. I was going to say, and that's how you teach it. I mean, your, your level one is on Zoom. Yes. And everyone gets together. And I was just thinking how your friend's husband is so lucky that he can text and say, oh, <laughs> what do you think about this? But with SEH training, you have a community of people that you can, you can bounce ideas off, um, talk about experiences, cool things, things you wonder about. <laughs> I mean, and that's the nice thing I think about the training itself is that it's a rather very close, very kind and loving and supportive community of practitioners that, you, that you're training. So I think that's yes, great. Yes, definitely. Thank you for bringing that up because that is a drum that I like to bang where people, again, going back to the freedom theme, if you live in a metropolis, you're in San Francisco or Los Angeles or even Honolulu, right? Even Honolulu, mm-hmm. you have a high enough population center that sure, you could find a practitioner and you could have a face-to-face session and those are always fun. I am a big hugger. I love hugging. <laughs> so I would pick a face-to-face session every time because I am into hugs. But other than the hug, which there's like one hug at the end of the session, other than that one hug at the end of the session, it's really not that different to just have your session via Zoom. And it's debate, like it's easy to um, debate saying that a Zoom session is even better because you don't have to drive. (laughs) Like there's zero (laughs) commute. You just click a link, a Zoom link, open up uh, the webpage and like you're into the most magical session. And so that is, like I was saying, a drum that I really like to bang that the Zoom sessions are just as magical as the in-person 
sessions. And so as you were saying, SEH, the entirety of the training is via Zoom. So all of these people are getting to uh, facilitate and also receive Zoom mm -hmm. sessions. And so they also become believers in how powerful the sessions are. And then every now and then just to take it a step further, because people might be like, oh, well, okay, well, yeah, Zoom is great. At least you can still see each other. But like the client has their eyes closed and a lot of SEH practitioners, myself included, facilitate the session with their eyes closed because for me, I tune into my intuition even better if my eyes are closed. I feel things, I sense things, I intuit things even better with my eyes closed. So there is no like, oh, you have to watch your client, you have to be there, you have to, blah, 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 you know, all these like fear mongering stories about like, but what if you don't see how they're breathing? Oh, come on, come on. I'm it's all fear mongering, die. right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, I have my eyes closed for at least like 90% of the session anyway. So it doesn't matter to me if they're sitting on a or lying on a couch next to me or if they're lying through a computer screen next to me. It makes no difference, right? So so they have these amazing sessions and they're all via Zoom and there, there is this ability to connect, which is expansive. Like there's even more freedom because now you're not bound to um, a geographic location. Mm -hmm. So freedom, freedom, freedom. You can work with anybody, anywhere, anytime because of that. And to take it like to an extreme every now and then, it's so cool. Some people break technology because their, their energy is so powerful right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've come into contact with some of those people that just like everything, yeah. like they break everything because they're so powerful. And so sometimes you'll have a client where like, they can't even have a zoom session because zoom is like glitching up so hard around them, even though everybody has a good internet connection. And so you can even facilitate the most incredible sessions over the phone. So oh. I have an app on my phone called tape a call pro which is my backup to the zoom. If I get like one of these powerful beings. And so, so we'll, we'll migrate over to a phone session and we'll use tape a call pro and even that. So it's like, let's take it even a step further away from zoom and having the ability to see each other. This is just a phone call, right? Incredible mm -hmm. sessions over, um, over the phone that you can still record and document for them. So yeah. So this idea, like, I feel like we're really moving away from all of these old, old systems and old ideas and old rules of like how certain things have to be, they have to be, they have to be mm -hmm. a certain way. And it's like, do they, do they really, cause we're over here doing it really differently. And actually it doesn't have to be that way at all. And so freedom, 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 for, um, for the client, for the practitioner, for the soul. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've got, I've got a lot of things I have to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> Why jokingly, it's like, I'm joking, but not quite joking. I refer to us as sweetheart rebels because we're all so loving and nice and kind and sweet. And we're also like, Hmm, this system seems broken. Like we really need to shake it up and be rebellious and not even recreate, but just create what the time is now. Like what the sessions could be, should be now if we break out of these old systems and structures. So yeah, and like you were saying earlier with SEH, because it is online, you have this community that you can connect with. It's not like, it's not like every single student has to show up at the same coffee shop 
to be able to connect with each other. It's a press of a button to go into a Zoom meeting. And then everybody is also in a WhatsApp group. So when the training is over, you still have this ability to connect with each other through WhatsApp. And then also because SEH has a mastermind, right? right? So there's also this, in addition to the WhatsApp group, you also have this continued ability to see each other face-to-face through the mastermind group where it's like, oh, okay, like we're always evolving and advancing and progressing and my teammates will still be accessible to me as we continue on this journey together. Mm-hmm. Like we, we started so solo with all this. I don't know anybody, any of us who uh, we were birthed into a family that got <laughs> how we are. Right. So we had a long time where we were by ourselves like this. And then we finally find each other as a community. And the idea of just being like, okay, we found each other. Now go be by yourself again. I'm not going to do that to you guys. Right. So we're able to stay together. The WhatsApp group, the mastermind, the, the continuation of like, okay, let's keep progressing together. Like you never have to be alone again. Yeah. That's something I really appreciate about the scope of your offerings. So you have baby steps, you have the membership, you have a group session and you meet other like-minded, very kind-hearted people and you like it, you love it. Okay, maybe you want to be a practitioner, go through the training, SEH level one, because in taking SEH level one, you're not only becoming a practitioner, but you go through a lot of self, self-growth also. Yeah. Because you're receiving the the sessions from your classmates. (laughs) Right. Imagine you're getting eight sessions of what you would have to pay for it individually. That is a pretty, pretty hefty price tag. Yeah. Then you have the mastermind, which is supporting practitioners. So that's all the business stuff, the the online business entrepreneurial things, which, which can be kind of scary if you're by yourself, but then you have again, community and support. So you're being supported from A through Z from the beginning of your journey till, you know, your professional career. Um, So I think that's great. And that you're always wondering, okay, what do, what do my practitioners need? How can I best support my practitioners? And another great example is your directory Mm -hmm. in your directory you encourage them please post your website link your social media you want everything and anything and I love that how you um, also put a little voice recording of the practitioner so that you can really tune into okay you went to the website you saw their cute little picture (laughs) in the directory like okay I think I like her she seems this one has a good energy yeah yeah and then and then you (laughs) click on play to hear their voice and that is a really nice touch because some people resonate more with certain voices yeah it's I think it's a nice helpful not just for the practitioner, but for, for the clients or potential oh, clients. Definitely. Yeah. That's one of my favorite features of the directory. That's so different than any of the other directories that I've seen. It is that excerpt of the practitioner facilitating a session. And so some of us are really visual and we know right away. Yeah. We know mm-hmm. right away, like this is our <laughs> practitioner, but then like, let's say that you're torn between two or three practitioners and then you have the ability to listen to them facilitating an excerpt of a yes. session and they're like, ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> Energetically, like definitely this one is yeah. the best fit for me in this moment. So just having that opportunity to listen 
to you guys and how you facilitate the energy that comes across during that like that to me, um, as soon as I had that idea, I was like, how is this like the first directory to have <laughs> this feature? Because it just seems like an essential component and it's not that hard to upload <laughs> sure. uh, an excerpt of an MP3. It's like not that hard, but it is a huge uh, game changer for the clients to know like, okay, this is definitely my practitioner. I don't know any wellness directory, hypnosis directory that, that does that. So yeah, yeah. I'd love to take credit for any of this, but it's really just the universe. I'm like, <laughs> good idea, universe. Okay, we will do that. <laughs> so that's so you bring me to a really good thought idea that SEH is actually not just for personal growth, but also business. So you use your soul empowering hypnosis for your business also to mm-hmm. to develop to guide make decisions yeah yeah it's like you everybody wants to have a good business partner right right yes and what whatever that means for you so maybe you want somebody who does the copywriting or the marketing or the uh the research and development or the and people have a tendency to forget that we have all of those teammates in the spirit realm. So if you ever get stuck on an idea, a question, brainstorming, et cetera, you aren't in this alone. Like in addition to having your SEH classmates and the mastermind and the WhatsApp group, so you're not alone at all in that regard on the earth plane, but then you can also very easily, like you get trained, like it becomes your normal to mm-hmm. go, I like to call the earth plane like the horizontal mm-hmm. and the spirit realm, the vertical. And so because you get so used to in your SEH training, because you are a client every week for eight weeks for level one, you get so used to and have that muscle memory of going into the vertical with the spirit realm and your spirit friends. And it's so easy to just ask them, your soul, your guides, your team to just ask them for advice where you're stuck. And it's so funny too, because when they give you advice, it's very like, oh, of course, (laughs) like it's always such an easy answer. And I think that we get, because of our stress, we have a tendency to overcomplicate things and our spirit friends, they don't overcomplicate anything. Like they're just, they're very present. They're very straightforward. They're very confident. And they're like, okay, okay. That's very sweet. How you overcomplicated that. Would you like to hear the simple solution? (laughs) (laughs) And so you have that ability to tune into them. And so they give very good business advice and a really fun extreme example of that is I had this um, doctoral paper that I needed to work on and I I've learned, I've learned through my doctoral studies to wait until the inspiration, the motivation hits I've learned to not try to force myself to work on things because when the inspiration hits, I will work on it very quickly. And I turn in something that's even better and goes much faster than if I was trying to go, oh man, it's due. I better work on this. Okay. I better pace myself. Okay. You know, trying to create a structure, just go with the flow. And so my due date is coming closer and closer and closer and closer and closer (laughs) for this one very large paper. And I was like, universe, anytime anytime kick in that <laughs> inspiration that motivation because man the days are just pouring off the calendar here <laughs> and so eventually and like it never happened like it, it didn't happen 
And it's just a few days before the paper is due. And I'm like, I need a different approach because this is not kicking in. And so I just said to them, I was like, team, whoever is a good writer, I need you now. <laughs> like, I need you. And I was like, and I need to channel you. Like, I, I just, I need to channel whoever is the best writer on the team. And so I sat down and Franco came in. I've never met Franco before. And that's the other thing that's amazing. If you have more than one hypnosis session, you realize you have all of these guides and then you have another session and another session, another session. And you're like, I have a ton of guides. <laughs> like there's so many members of the team. And that's why I call them the team now. Cause I'm like, I don't even know how many members are on that. We're just going to call it the team. And so I had never even met Franco before. And so he comes in and he looks kind of like Shrek. And which is adorable, right? He looks kind of like Shrek and he has the John Lennon, like those thin wire glasses. He's got the, yeah, Yeah. those glasses. And he always hands me, because, you know, it was a big paper. So we had to write together a few days in a row. And before we start writing, he always hands me a white daisy. And I really think that it's just to settle me down. Like, I think they, he's like, she'll think this is cute. She'll think this is sweet. It'll settle her down even more so that she's even more open and receptive to what I'm about to send to her. And so he's writing, like I'm channeling him, right? And so he's writing and like, he's saying all these things and these terms and these phrases and, and like, it's, it's vocabulary that I don't even normally use. And I'll be writing, like, you know, he's writing through me and I'll be typing the words and I'm like, good one, Franco good one, Franco. Like this is really good. And it's funny. Cause he doesn't like me to say this, but he, he can't really spell that well. Like, the spelling is not great. So I'm like, Oh, it's okay. Franco. We'll clean it up later. Like just keep going. <laughs> so, so, um, I have a, a PhD classmate. I met her in my very first week. And what she does is she is a tutor for APA writing. And so um, American Psychology Association. And so I said to her in the very first week, I was like, I'm not really that nervous about anything other than the APA writing style. Are you nervous about that? And she was like, ha ha, I'm an APA tutor. I am not nervous about that. And I was like, do you work with your classmates? And she was like, of course I work (laughs) with my classmates. So I have been working with her as a tutor from the very beginning. And this is my final semester in this program. And so she has looked at every single paper I have ever written because you know what, Michelle, I'm going to go to my grave, not understanding commas. I've, I've, (laughs) I've accepted it. I am not going to understand commas. And so it's very liberating to be able to write knowing that she'll look at it and go, Courtney, your commas, (laughs) you need to do this, this, and this. So she's looked at every paper I've ever written. She looks at this paper, doesn't say anything to me, but she's in my cohort. So she's in my class. And like part of what we have to do for everything we turn in is we also have to log a public journal about what our experience was like for that week. It's part of the class. It's a hippie class. So you have to talk about your emotions, right? Okay. And the, the PhD is an integral and transpersonal psychology. So it's very like, you know, the hippie touchy feely. Yes. It's super touchy feely. So like a requirement, it was, we have to talk about our experience that week. And so I'm writing about it. And I was like, yeah, Franco channeled, wasn't sure what to do. This is how I worked it out. Cause like, I'm like, that was my experience this week. It was super weird. I loved it. And so she read that after, cause I'd already turned in my paper. Cause she'd already looked over the commas. Right. 
And so she read what I wrote about Franco and she messaged me and she was like, listen, I read that paper and I was like, I don't think Courtney would do this, but I seriously wondered if you had outsourced that paper. (laughs) And she was like, it did not sound like you. And I was like, girl, I did, but it was Franco. (laughs) And she was like, it was really, really different. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I totally, I totally went vertical for this one. So yeah. So it is interesting when it comes to your business, your whatever, whatever it is that you need, we have these teammates that really want to help us and you just need to ask. And one of the things that my team has said, they're like, Courtney, could you please stop asking us when you're backed into a corner? Not like, not like don't ask us ever again, but they're like, ask us before. Like you don't have to be backed into a corner before you ask us for help. Just ask us out of the gate. They're like, you do a really good job of doing hard things. Why don't you get better at doing a really good job of doing easy things? Oh, they want to help us. We don't need yeah. to be back into a corner for it. Yeah. We, so, so we need to take note from your friend's husband that, that yeah. he took the, he's like, I'm doing this every day because this is amazing and so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go figure special forces, <laughs> right? Cause that's an <laughs> exceptional person. And, and oh, to do two, yes. to do two, two special forces. Yeah. So it's an exceptional person where he's like, oh, okay, I just dive fully into the thing that is high performance. And yeah, so he did the mm-hmm. same thing with hypnosis. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that it's a wide range of people that, that come into your, your world. Yeah. So you have the quote unquote intellectuals, and then you have you know, military and you have tech people and then you have energy healers and animal (laughs) communicators and and surgeons. Yes. And doctors. And yeah, you have, I mean, it, it just goes to show that it's for, it's for anyone and everyone, as long as they're open and they don't need to fully accept everything. Just curious, just wonder. Yeah. I love being in Northern Virginia and in, again, thank you, Oahu, because if you're going to have a high populated area in Hawaii, this is going to be it. But you have this really eclectic group of people, like you were Mm -hmm. saying, lots of military, um, lots of uh, engineering types, lots of intellectuals, lots of teachers, lots of doctors. And so you have this very, um, this very eclectic, dense population center where you're able to draw from these different types of people and they're all amazing they're all amazing they're so different from each other and they're also so similar where they're able to connect really beautifully yeah and your students are from all over the world too you have sweden and you have canada and (laughs) yes yeah that's awesome yeah and then that's really really fun to be able to bring you guys together from all over the world yes it's a good time it is. Yeah. I, I love our group, group sessions, being able to connect with people. I love what one of your classmates said um, yesterday about how she tried to go back to an old group oh, yes. that she hadn't been with for like nine months. And because she's been in such an upgraded energy with all of us, 
that she was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to go back to the old group and that old energy. That's not satisfying anymore. And the same thing has happened to me where I, I really enjoyed something, you know, two, three, four or five years ago. And then you try to go back to it and you're like, oh my gosh, like nothing, nothing I'm biased, but nothing is as good as the energy of the SEH group or the, the spiritual hypnosis membership. And of course there's a ton of overlap between the soul empowering hypnosis students and the spiritual hypnosis members, there's so much overlap, but like, I know I'm biased, but you guys really are the best. <laughs> like you guys are such the best. So yeah, it's hard to go back to any other group now and just be like, ah, I already am with the cream of the cream of the cream. Like, I don't really need to do anything else anymore. Yeah. I love, I love our, our classmates. Yes. They're, they're great. Yeah. And you know what they say, during personal growth, sometimes people fall away, but you know, there's also wonderful, lovely people that new people that you're going to become friends with. So you're never going to be alone. You're always going to have people and support. And that's the coolest people. Yes. (laughs) And the most magical, interesting, (laughs) fascinating people. Yeah. Who won't judge you. Oh, I get your version of magic like they're there for it right totally there for it yeah yeah and they celebrate your special kind of weird woo woo magical yes (laughs) yeah I remember saying one time um it was to a group of students I can't even remember what I said but I said something that was so you know crazy that I was like sorry guys I know but but I mean I believe it I believe it but I'm like wow I am even like saying some stuff out loud that I don't normally say out loud and that's a lot for me because I tend to say everything out loud And so I said, whatever it was, I felt so compelled to say to this group. And I was like, listen, I apologize. I know that was really outside of the box, even for me. (laughs) And then one of the students unmuted herself and she was crying and she was like, I am so grateful that somebody finally said out loud all of the things that I have been thinking and believing in for so long. And I totally thought I was alone in understanding that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like we really have to start to say all of our weird stuff out loud <laughs> because there's so many other people who think that they're alone in it and you're not, like you're mm-hmm. not, you're not, you're not. There are other like really loving, really smart, really sane, uh, very <laughs> high functioning members of society that get what you get. Like right. you're not alone. Yeah. 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 I love that. So how can people find SEH through your, um, the level one is through your website and yes. I'll be sure to include that as well as, um, anything, anywhere else you would, would be helpful to get to know you a little bit better. Everything is under CourtneyStarkey.com. Okay. YouTube. So, and yeah. Whether Instagram. they want to go to YouTube or they want to sign up for SEH or the spiritual hypnosis membership, or they want to buy a copy of cornflower, my book that I wrote yes. about my spiritual hypnosis session. Oh yeah. I would. Oh, sorry to interrupt. I, oh, would I was love just going to say everything is under cornystarkey.com. I was going to say, I'd love to have you back to interview you about cornflower. It's a date. Let's okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I know it's now available on Amazon. 
So yes. I will, I will include the link too. Perfect. Yeah. Um, it'll be really nice too, because oh. if people are listening to this, they can buy a copy of cornflower. And then when we talk about it, they will be in the know. <laughs> yes. Perfect. I love it. All right. Anything else, Courtney? It's complete. It's complete. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Thank you so much again. Thank you for your time and for sharing your your wonderful stories. Thank because- you. This is such a joy, as always. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.